0: You are listening to the TF Cast, a Mankato-based arts and culture podcast where we hear stories of upcoming projects and get to know the people making things happen all across Southern Minnesota. This episode of the podcast was recorded July fourteenth, twenty
1: twenty. One. Hi, it's Jacob with Triple Falls. Today, our guest Sherry is uh, here with us, <laughs> and uh, we're here to discuss. Uh, the charity bike ride that you've planned or are planning to happen here in Mankato to uh, uh, highlight some racial justice issues. Uh, You want to tell us a little bit more about it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. The ride is called Turning Wheels for Racial Justice. And like you said, it's a fundraiser for NAACP here in Mankato. Um, It's a really fun way to challenge yourself to a certain distance, but also to challenge your friends. You can fill out a form submitting a ride challenge. You... Decide how many miles you're going to ride, and then you make that donation, and then you can go out and do your rides, share with your friends. We have some hashtags that you can use to spread awareness. And this will be going on till the end of July. And um, each week, we will have videos released um, designed to educate uh, about how to shift our lens and to be more aware of racial justice and white supremacy that goes on systemically but also here in Mankato and the cycling community.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Or not the white supremacy, obviously, but the (laughs) idea. Um, (laughs) How how, how is the the ride organized? If people want to participate, how do they they get involved?
2: Yeah, so it's really simple. Uh, There'll be a form, um, the first video I will be releasing this Monday, um, that will be a Google form where they can fill out their name, their pronouns, Um, Email how many miles they're going to uh, ride, and then a Venmo account where they can make their donation immediately. And then um, they'll have to the end of the July to complete the ride. And then, um, uh, like I said, the hashtags, that they can post and share and uh, invite more friends. I really encourage people to be creative with uh, what a challenge might look like. So this can mean if you have friends that are... uh, more, um, they're, they're real, they're cyclists that cycle frequently. You can challenge them to like a hundred mile ride. Mm -hmm. Um, you can also get sponsors. So if you want to do a hundred miles, but, um, uh, you don't want to donate that you can have a sponsor or have multiple sponsors. Um, and then you can also challenge friends that maybe have not been on a bike for a long time or ever to do something like a five mile ride. Um, in addition to, uh, the donations from riders, Uh, Greater Mankato Bike Walk Advocates have agreed to match donations up to $5,000. And uh, Nicollet Bike Shop has graciously offered to uh, donate $5 per ride completed up to 50 rides, which is just absolutely wonderful. So that $5 ride challenge can equate to a $20 donation to the NAACP.
1: Wow. Um, So it's not going to be like an... It is not going to be a group ride everyone together. Nope. How are they going to be uh, logged? Or it's just going to be individuals organizing their own ride and then they collect the money and it goes to.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I've played with um, having them recorded on Strava or, some, or sending me an email saying the ride is completed. But I really want to focus on Um, The momentum and that people will hold themselves accountable, their friends accountable, um, and to just make it uh, a more for fun situation rather than, you know, like prove that you that you did the ride.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what what's the what's the time frame?
2: So I will release the first video this Monday, the 13th. And then they have till the end of July to complete their ride. And you can submit challenges at any point throughout that. So as it builds steam and people learn more about it or, or discover it in general, even the very last day, you could go fill out the form for a $10 challenge or for a 10 mile challenge, make your $10 donation, go on your ride.
1: Is there a, a limit to how many rides an individual can do?
2: Nope. We only ask that you fill out separate forms for the separate rides. So if you are challenging three friends, please fill out three separate forms and then your own if you're also doing a ride.
0: Oh. Okay. Um. It's a sort of complex, but pretty neat concept for fundraising. seems kind of interesting.
2: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's...
0: Did, you come, did you problem solve all that?
2: Um, yeah, kind of. Um, there have been other ch- um, challenge, bike challenges like that Nicolet has done. Um, I think it's like the April bike challenge. You bike every single day. Um, and so I thought about ways to encourage people to bike long distances, get on their bike to, and then to donate. Um, if people have been wondering, uh, about ways to participate, if they felt like they don't have a place in the movement or they don't know, um, uh, yeah, they just don't know where they fit. I figured this is a good place, t- a good way to get people on bikes get people learning and thinking um, and really challenge uh, their biases that cr- make Mankato cycling community not as diverse as Mankato.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that uh, that's the, the cycling community as a whole, not to make any excuses for Mankato in any way, but mm-hmm. uh, you you see a lot of those events on television and it's a milky white stream.
2: 100%. Um, one of the only, I think the only uh, pro-female cyclist, <clears throat> Aisha McGowan, just published a... Article titled "Is Cycling the Most Racist Sport in the World?" and I think that that's a, a really valid question and mm. something that we should think about.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, any any you see a you you see a group like that that just tends to go in one direction, it should be questioned and why it it goes that way. And I, I don't have any of the answers for it, but it, I'm glad that someone's asking the questions and it's happening here. Um, I mean, that said, uh, Mankato is a uh, It has a lot of cycling going, like every kind of cycling I can imagine. There's someone doing some type of advocacy for it and, you know, something. What's your relationship to cycling in Mankato like?
2: So I got into cycling um, when a friend that I worked with introduced me to bike polo. Um, I think this is my fourth season. And um, it actually took me a year of hanging out with the group, before I actually got the nerve to get on the bike and I immediately ran into the wall (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and it was horrible, but everyone was so supportive. And then as I began socializing more with that group, I got um, interested in commuting and I got a little bit better bike at that point. And then bike camping trips were a regular thing through key city. Um, and they kind of teach you the one-on-one of that. And everyone again is just super supportive and here I have extra gear and Oh, I don't, let me, can I tie that better for you? You know? And, um, and then, um, I got a fat bike because biking in winter is just ridiculous and I absolutely love Love it. it. And, um, it's really cool just to see how you can push your limits and exist in environments that, have previously felt, um, that you, you couldn't exist uncomfortably. (laughs) And then mountain biking, uh, came after that. My wonderful partner was like, well, if you like fat biking and you like mountain biking on your fat bike, I I know you're going to like this. So, um, I've gotten more into that recently and absolutely love it. Kiwanis and Mount Cato, are, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Your house is populated with bikes now.
2: (laughs) We each have like. Five, I think, is the number
1: <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs>
2: I don't know what happens. So,
0: for those who might be unfamiliar, could you give a brief overview of bike polo and how it how it's played?
2: Yeah, so that originated like ten years ago uh, in a tennis court with like ten hooligans that just didn't have anything to do, and uh, then it moved down to. Um, Stolzmann uh, at that hockey rink, and they started out with uh, can I swear?
1: Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Um,
2: really shitty bikes and mallets made out of ski poles and PVC pipe, and um, it was really rough to begin with. And then as more people got interested, and it's also like world world known, like it's it's all over the world, and um, we host a bike polo tournament most years in August this year, we are skipping it because of obvious predicaments. Um, and it's called, uh, duos where you, uh, find another person to dress as a dynamic duo in pop culture. Um, and we play two or four V four, which is rare. Bike polo is usually played three V three or three people on, on a team. It's played a lot like hockey. So you'll, be on either, end, either ends and then joust for the ball. And, um, and then um, I would say the community is what kept me for sure. I think it can be really intimidating to walk into a situation like that, not knowing anybody. Um, and uh, everyone was always very inviting. And we play different levels of games sometimes. So everyone puts their mallets into a queue, and then they toss the queue to divvy up the teams and is
0: is that like how the game starts sort of
2: yeah yeah well I mean that's how we decide the teams how they're randomized yeah and then sometimes you can get a bunch of really strong players and that game is more heated and intense Hmm. Um, but when the when it's a mixed field or uh, newer players in general um, the game is just really naturally acclimated to that to each individual players uh, style and level um, people will slow down people will make sure that you get to play with the ball that you get that experience
0: hmm.
2: um, oftentimes they'll lay off if you just to like let you handle that ball for a second before they take it away from you <laughs>
1: <laughs> what what's the what's
0: the goal it's it is like goals <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the field looks like a it's a hockey rink correct? yes yeah, yeah yeah so it it's teams of two or three. Three, yep. Three challenging each other, mm-hmm. trying to score points. Yep. And, and the hockey net, is it—is it the same as a hockey net or is it a different thing?
2: We use a hockey net because okay. that is what is on the court. And that's another cool thing about it is like wherever you go around um, the country. I went to Austin, Texas, and they don't really have a wall on one side. So hmm. those players have super unique ball handling skills because they don't they're not able to rely on walls Hmm. um and um in the cities they have a tennis court while we have a um hockey rink so we tend to run the ball more so you can actually like pass to yourself because it's so large when Mm -hmm. in uh minneapolis it's a lot more about passing and like ball maintaining the ball rather than you know losing control of it
1: so there's not like an organized body who decides how bike polo should be played?
2: Um, no, uh, the originator of the rule. So there is is there there is more um, uh, intense, I would say, bike polo. There is a, is a world competition, worlds. Um, and a player that originated in Mankato actually wrote the official rule book for the sport. So there are rules designated to make sure that it stays safe and stays um, more based on skills rather than physical ability per se. A bigger bodied person, if the rules weren't in place, could totally overtake somebody else if if they felt like it. But because of the rules, um, that's not really allowed.
1: What? Do you, how, do you, how do you mean by that? Like you can't check or...
2: Yeah, yeah, you can't. Um, you, you can... You can ch- I'm not sure because we don't really play that way. So you can check to a certain to a certain point you can like hit people in their shoulders and stuff like that. Um, but if someone falls or like is hurt by your, by your motion, be it cutting, cutting in front of them, even if they have the ball, T-boning something, that kind of thing. If someone falls, that tends to be, um, a, a disqualification, um, simply because we don't want to encourage that kind of behavior.
1: Is it like a hockey penalty kind of situation? Yes, exactly.
2: Mm -hmm. uh, Oftentimes the person has to go. So you can't put your foot down when you're playing polo. Um, And when you do, you have to tap in um, on either side of the court in the center. So you'll go and like hit your mallet on the wall and then come back into play.
0: Hmm. So are the important skills for something like bike polo mainly balance and... I don't know what are the other skills gumption. needed
2: gumption um um patience with yourself um uh humility <laughs> <laughs> uh, I came in with no bike skills no balance like no like I could I could ride a bike yeah but I had never done anything bike oriented and so I started from scratch so absolutely normal bike handling and bike skills is very um Useful. There's a lot of people that used to play hockey that used to play other sports that, um, come in and kind of get a hand of it easier. Um, hmm. but that's not required or necessary.
1: If you're a, a new player, what, what is the, what is the barrier to entry? What's it like for someone who just wants to try it?
2: Yeah. So we really try to remove those barriers by providing, um, uh, equipment. We have loaner bikes Uh, Two sizes. Uh, So, if you're a larger bodied person or a smaller bodied person, uh, we also have um, mallets, many mallets available uh, to try uh, and helmets available as well. So, there's not really too much. You just kind of got to take the chance and come on down. Um, We're super warm and welcoming um, when we see new people approaching. Um, we'll ask you if you want to try it, if you want to just watch, that's totally, like I said, I did that for a year. People kept saying, yeah, you want to try it? You want to get a bike? No, no. (laughs) Until finally (laughs) everyone left and I was like, can I see your bike for a second? (laughs) (laughs) I knew I wanted to do it, but I, um, yeah, I was very shy.
1: Um, for, uh, I just, I just had this one in my head a hundred percent there lost it
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your favorite part about that sport
2: honestly personally uh challenging myself and processing learned self helplessness hmm. and feeling like i can't do something and feeling like i'm hitting a wall and just putting more time into it and um letting people support me and um, yeah, just showing myself that I can, and the community it's all, it's all over the country. I went to Austin, Texas and there were people that I knew. Um, We go to grand Rapids, um, uh, blanking on other places Um, but everywhere you go there's people that you know those people come to our bike polo tournaments um there are people in canada and puerto rico that come to our bike polo tournaments and so it's just a lot of people wanting to have fun and be inclusive and encourage and cheer each other on
0: yes we were talking about that a little bit before the show um so is mankato such a hot spot for the sport that all these people come here or is it just that kind of a sport where you have a lot of people who do that kind of traveling or I don't know if that makes sense.
2: Totally. So Mankato is, it really depends on what kind of court is available. So Minneapolis, Hmm. like I said, their only court is in a park and it's a tennis court. It even still has the poles up for, Hmm. for the net. So you're avoiding those poles. So they don't really have um, a space for a bipolar tournament. Here in Mankato, we've had Stoltzman for all these years. And then the past two years, we've actually um, done them at, what lake is that? What park is that?
1: Wrong guy. <laughs> it's in it's
2: a North it's a North Mankato. I just Spring Lake Park. Spring Lake Park. Thank you, and that has two courts, so we were able to double the amount of mm. of people that could participate, and our tournament fills up every year, w- usually within a day, hmm. um, and I think we had like a, between ninety and a hundred and fifteen participants this last year.
1: That's well, and this is like a this does this organize itself? Uh, how are these people connecting?
2: Um, I mean, basically um, it's, it's a very, it, it's a grueling process to get it all together, but the, um, the, the communication really spreads the word and you just kind of make a Facebook page and a bunch of people are talking about it and, and, um, and then they sign up to, to do it. But yeah, everyone talks about where they're going to meet each other. you can, there are individuals who travel all year long to bike polo tournaments and they will like go all over the country and Mm. travel to hit all the tournaments because in the winter in the (laughs) winter months, (laughs) um, you're going to, you're going to go more South. You're going to have more tournaments down South. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an amazing opportunity.
1: There hasn't been a, there hasn't been a, A a winter bike Polo tournament yet
2: Organized I have a fat bike though So I'm ready Yeah So whatever
0: (laughs) That seems like It could be a neat addition (laughs) I'll Um, work on it (laughs) (laughs) So For What How do those Typically go Tournaments They'll just Do Typical tournament function So you have A couple teams face off And then there's one victor
2: Yeah So the first day um, Is Random Um, groups of four so again it's duos so you have two people that are paired up with two other people playing Mm -hmm. against four people and then um oh no sorry so the duos switch up so the two people that you're playing with will also switch as the people you're playing against switches so you're not playing with the same four people you're only playing with the same two people
0: so is your team that two-person team or the four-person team you get paired with
2: so your team is the is the pair okay, and then the second day you solidify that second your your second pair of the of the four p- people, so then that day you move with the same four people, and then that helps us um, uh, pick the winners based on the games played
1: what's winning like do you <laughs>
2: Um, I won a tournament in, in Madison, Wisconsin, and I cried. It's very lovely. I I, I don't think most people cry when they win tournaments.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> is there like a is there some kind of a Stanley Cup or yeah? Like what is what is the Mankato Duos prize?
2: Um, I think we have fallen short on like a legitimate prize. I think we do gift cards or we do. I don't remember. I wasn't part of that. I did not win make Mankato, obviously. <laughs> but um, in Madison, it was a, f- a straight-up welded um, statue-looking thing with, like, bike parts. It's beautiful. It's going to be mm. mine next year. I gave it to the other newbie on the team. I was like, you can have it. But next year, I want it. <laughs> I'm hoping I can take it, and then she'll forget about it. <laughs> but um, other places, they'll have entire tables full of donated, like, Um, goodies and grab bags and stuff that you can just take. Other times they give away wheel sets and um, frames and just Mm. depending on the connections within the bike polo community in that um, area, that city, because a lot of people are bike mechanics and they Mm. um, work for these companies and they can just get kind of free stuff. Mm.
1: How How does it work with the city? Like the city, I mean, obviously you have to have some kind of like... What's the deal?
2: We've had some uh, members that are very good at communicating with city with the city, and the city is lovely. Um, they are all about bike polo. We bring a lot of business. Um, we've been here for a long time. We have never, int- we've intentionally never caused um, any issues. Um, yeah, I think the the city is, is always uh, uh, accepting and, and accommodating for mm-hmm. our needs.
1: Sure. so they just like give you guys like how I'm just you know like what's the what's the uh you you guys get to use Stoltzman? what's the agreement I mean I just don't understand
2: yeah, yeah um we just kind of let' them know what day it is and um we figure out what uh licenses we need and that kind of stuff we have this last year we had a huge tent and we have a ginormous um grill food set up as well um i yeah, so we just kind of asked what, what kind of um, information they need from us and make sure everything that we're gonna do is appropriate and not gonna get us in trouble and yeah.
0: Um, the, the Mankato team, are, they called the skunks?
2: Blue skunks.
0: Blue skunks.
2: Mankato originally was supposed to mean blue waters, but they misspelled it and it actually means blue skunks. So that's where Mankato Mm -hmm. Blue Skunk Bike Polo League came from. Who
1: who who made the typo?
2: (laughs) Way back it goes. Oh, like this is hundreds. This is yeah. Mankato was misnamed.
1: Oh, (laughs) really? (laughs) Comforting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I think is appropriate given our history with indigenous people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. We deserve this (laughs) anymore. So for someone who is curious about bike polo but doesn't really think they could do it themselves how can they come check it out and see see what's going on
2: um the facebook page is a great way to um either see what the conversation is obviously we're not we're not getting together regularly right now um but when things clear up we will absolutely uh get going uh thursdays and sundays are usually when we're out there um Some people go down for solo practice as well. But yes, um, the Facebook page is where I would recommend. You can message anyone that you see commenting there regularly and just say, if you're like me and you enjoy accountability, accountability buddy, and you enjoy somebody to connect with before you show up at a location, we are all very warm and welcoming, and I would recommend reaching out to one of us.
0: And the name of that Facebook page is?
2: Blue Skunk Black Polo League.
0: Blue Skunk Bike Polo League well, I think so I'll, I'll add it or something to the, to the video That'd be lovely Cool
1: mm-hmm. um, Maybe pivoting back a little bit um, To the uh, event that you're organizing um, how, do you, Is there a, a way that that interfaces with uh, You know, that, that group Like is the Are the, the skunks going to be able to um, Raise some money, you think?
2: Absolutely. Um, I, I would say the majority of people that play Blue Skunks are somewhat involved in, yeah, I'd say about 80% of the people that play bike polo are involved in other aspects of the cycling community, be it Key City, um, bike camping, on biking that kind of stuff. So absolutely, the people involved, uh, the Blue Skunks will absolutely be um, involved in the fundraising.
1: Mm-hmm. And if people are looking for um, that event um, this coming Monday, where would they find that?
2: So I will be uh, creating a Facebook page, um, Turning Wheels for Racial Justice. So keep on the lookout for that. I will be starting that page when I release the videos.
1: Okay. Um, you got any other stuff you want to talk about? Mankato, cycling, or any plugs? Anything like that?
2: Not that I can think of right now. Oh, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. so
0: in plugs, Where where can people find you or the... The, the, skunks the skunks the
2: skunks yep so the, the skunk fake facebook page um turning wheels uh, for racial justice facebook page um check it out get on your bike get your friends on their bikes um explore mankato there's so much so many paths and lakes and hiking places and little mountain bike single tracks that you can take on your regular bike uh there's so much to discover out here so bike ride
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, should we wrap it up there then? That's all I got. All <laughs> right. I'm good. Thank you for being on the cast. It was good to meet you and uh, good to chat. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes for this in every episode at triplefalls.org.